This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to Unfiltered Kitchen, where we have hi. Oh, special guest! <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I sorry. just want to say hi. You just oh. want to say hi, Ryder? Surprise! Hi. Okay, shut the door on your way out. Okay. All right. Hi. Okay, so last week we talked Unfiltered about kitchen. cooking conversation. <laughs> Yeah, we need to work on our intro. Yeah, we sure do. This is really not a cocktail. This is just water. We need to work on our intro. You poured it in that cup like it was a cocktail. Yeah, you know, made it look really cool. Yeah, I could have faked it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to work on that intro, and we'll get back to you next week with that. But anyway, last week, we did an episode, and we answered some of you guys' back questions from other episodes, and we left off on saying that we were going to talk about the sound of freedom. Yeah. Somebody left a question basically asking, like, how we felt about The Sound of Freedom slash how do I feel about, like, Stranger Danger coming with having kids that are on TV and Biter being in the modeling world. And what are you doing in terms of protection? Right, right. So I would say before I watched the movie, I didn't understand how the modeling thing correlated to Sound of Freedom. And then I watched Sound of Freedom and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So if you've seen the movie, it starts off with a dad who was taking his kids to a casting call, basically. Mm-hmm. And then that's when his kids got kidnapped. Um, so number one. It was a rough movie. It was a rough movie a, to watch. Particularly, though, like the first 30 minutes. Yeah, but I, I feel like at the same time it was rough, but it was really eye-opening just to see like the real black and white footage of... People just snatching kids. Yeah. And that's kind of what made it so rough. Because yeah. Because those situations, I don't care how good, how diligent you are in terms of watching That's just somebody running up and taking your kid from you. Yeah. I mean, it would ha- it happened all in a matter of three seconds. It's like, you know, it's let's say you're down in, uh, I don't know, Alvarez Street, which is a shopping district out here. Yeah. Um, where there's, you know, 101 different little... You know, 10 by 10 little booths you're shopping yeah. for whatever. Glasses, yeah. cosmetics, clothes. All it takes is a blink of eye. Oh, man. I mean, these people were literally stopping a car, pull up, stop the car, van opens up, grab a kid. Yeah. Him, boom. I mean, that's like me taking a kid on the, taking my kids on a walk right now and the car just drives up and ta- snatches them. That the beginning of the movie was like that. Or being at the park. Yeah. They say when I'm at the park, I'm on high alert. You know, you just have the kids play in the gym. You know, they're, they're playing, running all around. No, we're you know, always you know, on like, high okay, alert. Where's the left one? There's the other one. Okay, I got, got Yeah. Two. Anytime we go to like, highly populated public places. Zach puts an air tag on Ryder. Oh, does he really? He is like is so he air tags everything. He'll air tag. You guys know her. what an air tag is? So it's like an Apple tag where it's like you can have someone's location. He'll it's put like it an electric device. Yeah. He'll put it in her shoe. He'll put it in her backpack. Yeah. He'll put it in her pocket. He'll put it on a necklace. Like he air tags her eye. Yeah. All the time because it, we that's just one of our things that we do when we go to like a Disneyland situation or like the other night we took the kids to Night at Jack where it's like a lot of Halloween trail and you can see the lights and stuff and it was I was so freaking out because it's it's dark 
it's dark. You can't okay. see anything. So I put these hair ties in her head that lit up. Oh, they're like glow in the dark. Yeah. Okay. So I could see her and I'm like, Zach, where's their tag? Like we were like sitting there like it's too damn dark for us. Yeah. Um, so I would say we are on high alert regardless. And I feel like regardless if my kids were, excuse me, on TV or not, I would be on high alert. Uh, but pertaining to this movie in particular with modeling and how it, like the modeling question with Ryder is that the way the movie was set up with that type of casting, that doesn't seem real to me. No, actually, that happened to you. When you went to New York. But remember, I wasn't, you, those kids looked were, like they were like five. Yeah, I know, but you remember there was a point where the, the modeling company said, no, you can't go any farther. But that's at a teen, though. So I feel like you can be more vocal. These kids looked younger. I was only six. No, I'm saying when I did it. How old was I when I did no, no, the no, New no. York I'm thing? I'm talking about when you did it as a parent. Okay, let's oh, back up. Let's oh, back up oh, I get what you're saying. So what I get happens, what you're saying. What happens in the movie is there's a knock on the door. This lady who's a model, who's also the one who's going to get your kid, tells, <laughs> oh my tells God. the parent, we saw your daughter singing at the park. She's got a beautiful voice. I think she's just a gorgeous girl. We're having these auditions. I'd like you to bring her. Oh, and you've got a cute little boy, too. Why'd she bring him, too? Yeah, so the, so he took them to a casting. Never got did. his kids dressed up. Proud of his kids? Yes. And dropped them off to the casting. Took them to the casting. Yes. And he's planning on waiting. He's planning on waiting. And the lady tells him there's no parents allowed in here. Come it, back at come seven. Come back at seven. Now. I'm not leaving. I wouldn't have done that. I, I, I'm right outside the door. Yes. So I'm back to what floor. you're saying with New okay. York. We're waiting for seven. So when Ryder did her fashion show. In New York, they asked for parents to not stay in the, the area, where the, kids area where the kids are, which is like hair and makeup. And they have one person for each kid. Like each kid has a person. Now, this is a different scenario. I've worked with this company before. I know everybody at the company. Okay. I've been to their office, so I know it's a real ass office. And also, my kid is standing next to like Ice T's kid. And no, like I, I all these that. famous people's kids. So it's a different scenario to where I know that these people are about to snatch my kid. Plus, I'm right outside the door. So, yeah, I didn't stand in here and makeup, but I was right outside hair and makeup the whole yeah, time. I, I think I think what I was. Well, there's two points. One, you know, it's very it's relatively common for the mom or the dad, the a, parent. A to lot of sets don't like parents to be on set because you can give your child a particular energy. So a lot of sets ask for parents to maybe step back or like I have some sets where I go with Ace and they like us to kind of like hide. We can still see him, but he can't see us. And that's as far as I'm going. Yeah, I'm not, I would not drop my child off to a casting call without and, and, and just leave yeah. and not know anything else or have any information. Yeah, I never um, left you guys when you guys were doing no. So even when Ryder does have like the fashion show where it's like, you know, give her some space. I had I was right outside the building the whole time. There's only one way in and one way out. And my car was parked right at the entrance. Plus, the lady who was handling her, I already told her I'm a nervous Nelly. So I want a picture and a video of my child every 10 minutes. And she would send them on the dot of every 10 minutes because I don't know you at right. the end of the day. So, yes. I do feel like when you have um, when you have kids that are in the industry, you do have to be particular and you do have to watch them. Um, you have to watch them. That air tag is a great idea. Industry or no industry. Yeah. That air tag is a great idea. Sorry, guys. I'm fighting like a stomach bug. I don't know what's happening to me, but I've, it's just going around in my house right now and. The nauseousness is killing me. I'm not pregnant. Don't say that. I know anytime a female says they're nauseous, people automatically assume you're pregnant. Do you know that? No. No. Yes. Every time I say I'm nauseous or something, someone's like, oh, you're pregnant. Oh, you're I'm pregnant. like, you're ready to go again. No. I just, what if I just ate something shitty? Like, no. But I don't know. There's something happening in my house and I'm really trying really hard to get through this. But I also feel like. 
I'm puking every two seconds and there's water coming out of my ass. But yeah, so we're trying to get this done and get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about so stranger danger. Well, stranger danger. What do you think? Well, about- let's just say a couple more things on the movie itself. Okay. Because I heard that there was a controversy about the movie. Yes. Which okay, so I will say when I posted um, that we were going to talk about the Sound of Freedom and that we watched it, I got a lot of people who said I watched it. It was really enlightening. It was hard to watch. Uh, some people say I've dealt with sexual abuse and I wasn't sure if I would be able to watch it. I'm happy I watched it. Like different different uh, takes on it, you know. Um, and then I got a number of people who were like, don't support this film. And they like it was created or funded by some guy who like is now on trial for uh trafficking really and i tried to find it i tried to go down the rabbit hole but to be completely honest i didn't um well, see, go I, down that deep yeah i didn't hear that i heard it was funded part of the funding came from this guy named glenn beck which is a talk show host <clears throat> uh very he's conservative mm-hmm. he's been around for a while is he one of trump's friends was that a uh, you know because I, that someone else told me like some guy i think it was him was like a a maga guy and I don't know if Beck is MAGA. He might be. You know, he's he's <clears throat> he's conservative. But you know, all conservatives don't dig Trump. There's some that you know think he's, you know, not the pudding pie or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. But you know, I, I used to listen to him. He's not a bad guy. You know, he makes yeah. sense. You know, he's not he's not one of these guys that just make no sense. He may he actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, but if you look it up, there's a lot of like conspiracy yeah, I heard it was, theories. You know, when it got into the QAnon. You know, they say that a lot of it. So, first of all, the story is is touted as a true story. I heard the gentleman, I because I when you told me, I went uh-huh. and did a little research. I heard him in interview in an interview, and he talked about what aspects of it were true and what were kind of ad libbed. Okay, so what was um, what were those? Well, I don't want to tell that because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen the movie. Okay, well, but, I want to know. Okay, well, there really was a case. Okay, he's a real guy. Okay, okay? he really did. Quit his job. He was a he worked for the federal government okay. and had to do with kind of sting operations undercover. But he was primarily going after the pedophiles. Got okay? it. And a lot of times he couldn't go overseas until the law was changed. Okay. The law was changed. I forgot. I forgot what year. But the law was changed where you could actually now pursue a person internationally. <clears throat> so it was probably something that you know the United Nations came to agreement on. Yeah, if you're going after these people. Oh, here's just a side note, too. I'm going to tell you, I was thinking about this. Okay. And watch when you see this movie. In terms of crimes, well, I'm telling you, when I watched this, I said, this would be the one crime I'd kill. <laughs> I'd, kill yeah. the, I'd kill the person. Yeah. You know, when one per- a person kills another person, you know, that happens. It's, that's kind of the way we're built. Animal Kingdom is built that way. I'm sorry to tell you, murder is not that big of a deal. But you're saying a kitty pedophile you would you, kill. Uh, oh, a kid, oh, yeah. Let's put him up right now. Shoot him. He is that. That's, because you're dealing with a crime that the victim is a child. And sometimes these kids are young yeah. kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, the movie was hard to watch. Yeah. It was, it was I mean, hard. one profile said like zero to three. I'm like, what the fuck are you? What oh, the fuck man. is wrong with you people? These Those people, <laughs> I'm telling you, those people I could kill. I could I could see sentencing them to death. Right? You're guilty. No, no trial. No, I mean, no appeal, nothing. You're guilty. We got evidence. There you go. Pictures. Da, da, da. We got witnesses. We got we got victims. Done. Ch- boom. Yeah. Where I mean, you know, I, and, and I'm not really, you know, like I said, a murder people murder people all the time. That's not a big deal in my book. Dad. Well, it's really not. I mean, you know, it's it, look. We are animals, and in the animal kingdom, it, you know, people, animals kill. That's that's the, the nature of who we are. I don't care what your religion or what you what people told you. That is the nature of who we are. We kill each other. Yeah, I mean, okay? look at what's happening right now. Yes, just in, exactly <clears throat> in Ukraine, in Israel, it, 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 and not even places we have any name in Senegal, in not not Senegal, uh, Ghana. Mm-hmm. In the Congo, it's happening all over the world. It has been happening all over the world since I've been a little kid. Ever since I started watching the news, I've seen war. What do you do? I even want to ask you about your opinion on the war, the current one. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> you know, we'll talk about it. Okay. Not today. Okay. Not today. Because um, I think right now it's too emotionally charged. Um, and I, and I, I don't want to say things that I believe to be true without me. And some yes. research and educating yourself. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. love to have somebody on who was an educator. Well, who could educate on this topic. Then this is what you need to do. You need to find a historian. Because mm-hmm. if you find a Palestinian, they're going to be one-sided. Mm-hmm. If you find a person of Jewish heritage, they're going to be one-sided. They don't have to be, but pro- probably. That's why you find somebody who, maybe either one of those, but they're a historian. So they I really, really want know. someone to like truly educate me on yeah, it. Educate you, me, all yeah. of us. It'd be nice. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard going through. I mean, you know. It's hard. And Even I, us saying, right now, like what we're saying we'll be get criticized by the Jewish community for not calling it what they say, calling it what it is. These people are terrorists. What they did was horrific. Yeah. There had to be a reason for them to do it, though. I just, Nobody wakes up I in the just morning wanna, and says, I just want to be educated on it more, where I feel like Instagram is a quick place to like repost what you see. And just share what you see, but not know what you're right, posting and right, stuff. Right. And it's also just hard to open right now. Like I've had to, uh, and it's it's sad to say, but I've had to like not pick up my phone as often because it's just so much. Like yeah. you you turn it on and yeah. it's just so much. Just oh. I can't take it mentally. I feel like mentally I can't keep taking it. And I feel like how shitty am I of a person to say that when there's somebody who's really living it who's right living now? It. Yeah, right. So it just you know I, I don't I really know. feel bad for <clears throat> all the folks. Both sides. I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, for the innocent folks. Yes. You know, the people that are in the military, this is what they do. The people that are the, the, the militant Hamas people, this is what they do. I'm not talking about them. And I'm not talking about the, the, the Jewish military. But the citizens that are getting caught, the regular civilians that yeah. are getting caught in the middle. Yeah. You know, who, you know, are just trying to, you know, they're like me. They're trying to live a life. <clears throat> But let's go. Let's go. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, let's come um, back to that. I think that it is a topic that does need to be discussed. Yeah. But with but with um. You know, I, I with, need to with yes. Yeah, with I need education. to go learn some shit right. first. Right. Right. But you know, sound there was, of there was freedom. One, there's this one one. You know, I don't follow a whole lot of people. I think I looked at my thing there. I think I follow about a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one lady that I followed because I ran across her post one day and I liked it. And I thought she's interesting. She, you know, she kind of ran it down on somebody. So I kind of follow her. And usually she's just doing stuff that doesn't interest me. But every once in a while she has an opinion and I follow. So she had, and I've, you know, I rarely post to other people's, yeah. comment to other people. Yeah. I don't comment on mine, but I, I commented on hers because she, she's a Jewish. She's, I think she's Jewish. She was portraying the Jewish flag, but I haven't heard her actually say she was Jewish. Um, but she said something, and I said something, and then she said something, I said something, and then it got <laughs> to the point where it was, you're going down. I, I didn't say this. Yeah. You know, she said something like, obviously, you are um, just trying to justify um, terrorism. And I was like, how did you get that out of what I said? How'd we get there? Yeah, how'd you get there? <clears throat> so at that point, I said, you know, touche. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. It's a lot of arguing going on right now that's not yeah. doing anybody any yeah. good. And I wasn't trying to conv- I wasn't trying to sway her. I was just making yeah. a point. You yeah. Know? You know, but yeah. we'll come back to that. that okay. It's going to be going on for a while. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. With the sound of freedom, I would say that regardless of the, like, take away the true story, take away everything that the conspiracy stories behind it, the actual film I did think was good. Is that weird to I'm say? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going back to, to what we were just talking Dad, about. Dad, we're trying to get Only away because, from it. Well, I know. But you know what? I, because I do want to better understand. So I went to one of the more popular uh, podcast in America, the Ben Shapiro show. Okay. Which I know is a Jewish, I think he's Jewish American. He might be Israeli. But I know he's very, so he was talk, he talked about it. So I was listening to that point of view. And, and so, I don't know. I just, and what? Well, I just thought it was interesting. I, the reason I say that is so, so folks, so that you are not just getting your news from, you know, TikTok, 30 seconds, you know, Instagram, a minute and a half, whatever the case may be, either, either uh, 
uh, CNN or, or, or Fox. You know, do your due diligence. Go and listen to 101 different people. Listen to people on both sides that have a bias. Listen to, and if you can, if you can find a historian that breaks it down, that to me is always true. Yeah. Because historians are almost like scientists where they're not, they're not vested. They they're not like emotionally charged yes, by they're it They're just telling you the way history has gone down, which would be interesting to know. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I, we digress. We I'm for not, sure I'm not, digress. Yeah, I'm not going to interrupt you again. Go ahead. Okay. Sound of Sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. I was saying that if you take away the conspiracies behind it and you take away, like, if it was a true, true story or not, I still thought that it was a film that would enlighten somebody on human trafficking. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yes. Some people were getting bent out of shape because everything wasn't true. That's fine. It's a movie. A movie's entertainment. It's not, it's not touted as a documentary. Okay. Yeah. So I was fine with things everything not being true you know you know it kind of told a story kept me involved it did you know but was it true i mean was it was the premise of him going to find these two kids true yes did he really find the kids i don't know oh come on i I don't know i I was listening to him but but I, i got cut off before he actually got that he was actually doing two cases simultaneously the one in columbia he says a true story he's uh-huh. also trying to find he was seeking finding trying to find another boy who was of Haitian descent and got snatched and taken taken to Hades to Haiti okay okay so he was doing both those cases simultaneously it did get to a point where the bureaucracy his superiors were telling him look come on home okay? yeah he did get frustrated because he'd get to the point where he's like you know I see the I see the kids I I can I can do this but they said because of diplomatic this, that, he and couldn't that, take them. Couldn't and he, he said he killed him. He said yeah. he said he, he here's one thing that was really a trip. He said, look, in America, it happens in America. But he said, when you go to some of these other places, it is so out in the open. It's yeah. like people tell him, Oh, let's go down to the beach. It's like go down here to Redondo Beach. There. Or go there's here kids there. over there you can get. Yeah, and it's That's almost crazy. like he didn't describe it, but in my mindset kind of went like there's a place you can they camp out the same way we know where to go get, you know, um, uh, knockoffs, yeah, persons or whatever. Yeah, there's a place you go get kids. I'm like that is so crazy. That's just bizarre. So I'm you, I, I, I'm kill them all. I kill them. <laughs> so talking about Stranger Danger, a lot of people ask, like, does Ryder know Stranger Danger? And I, we talk to her about it a lot, especially because she has been born and raised on TV. People know her. People can come to her and dress her by her name, mm-hmm. and. You know, there's kids who would turn around and think, oh, they know me because they know my name. Ryder knows that that's not the case. There's a lot of people that know your name that can probably tell you things about yourself that do not know you. You scream, you shout, you don't get in someone's car. And I feel like we have all done a really good job of instilling that in her. And there was this one day that we're going to have to test it. I tested it. Did you really? Yeah, with my neighbor, actually. So. I was running late and I asked my neighbor who lives down the street. Her son went to Ryder school and we have play dates all the time. Play dates. We all hang out. Mm-hmm. She knows Ryder. I know her. Like mm-hmm. Ryder knows there's a relationship there. Okay. But she but I also Ryder knows that when I like what when I drop off at school, you don't get picked up by anybody. You don't let tell any you don't let anybody tell you, Oh, your mom said I can grab you today. Right. There's none of that. Right. Like I'm dropping you off. I'm picking you up. You can only get in the car with me, with Zach, with your dad, with Taylor and your grandparents. That's mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. anyone else, that's bullshit. You can't, until, right. unless I tell you, right. Right. you're not getting in the car. So I was running late. I asked her, can you grab Rye, please? And I didn't even, I didn't even think about oh, Ryder. Like okay. I didn't think about Ryder's response. I think I was so stuck on the fact that. I wasn't going to make it to pick her up. Yes. I was more stuck on like, I'm a shitty mom. Like I didn't make up to pick up okay. on time. I didn't yeah. even think about how Ryder was going to react to her picking her up. So I get a call around pickup time and I'm like, oh man, like I wonder what happened. But I did tell the school. I notified okay. the school that she was going to take her that day because okay. the school wouldn't let her go right. with her right. with, without me saying anything. So she's like, hey, Shy, I'm right here. You're on speakerphone. Ryder's right here, and she said she's not going to get in the car until you tell her 
then it's good. okay. And she was like, I'm so, and she's a child uh, therapist. Okay. And she's like, I am so proud of her because yes. my son would have been like, okay, where are we going? Like, right. you got yeah. a booster seat. Are we going to McDonald's? Like, right. Right. what's the plan? Yeah. And when Ryder got home, I was telling her, like, you did a really good job because even though this is somebody that you know and you see, mm -hmm. you still know you're not supposed to get in anybody's car right. without me telling you it's okay. And she was like, yeah, mom, she told me to come with her. And I told her, I can't go with you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, my God, I'm so proud of my kid and at the same time it's good when you see that the things that you work on with them can can are happening in the real world like yeah. they do happen in the real world and i would say that because of certain things that have happened in Ryder's life she is very observant of her surroundings if we're at a gas station if we're at a park i watch Ryder, and she's checking she checks her surroundings mm. or we went to the movies. She checks. Where's the door that we go out from? Like she's she in. And, and a part of me is like, wow, did I do it too much to where my kid is looking for exits? But at the same time, I just feel like in today's world, you just never no, yeah, know. Be yeah. You just never know. I, I don't want my kid to be oblivious and. In, in maybe, space. She's, maybe she's just an observant person. She is. She see, really I mean, is. That, that's the way I am. I, I kind of know my environment. I know my ins and outs. I know what's, I know I can recognize people. Yeah. Building the situation where I've been with other people and they're this kind of they just you know, they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I'm not, not, I mean that's just not their focus. It's not their focus, but I've I'm like that. I I want to know where the exit is. I need an exit plan. So I think because I'm like that, it's rubbed off onto Ryder and Ryder has that in her to where she is very observant about who's coming this way and mm -hmm. who's going this way. Yeah. And and sometimes it's like we have to tell her, like, it's OK. You know, like she does get uncomfortable if she sees like a homeless person and they're walking towards her. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones on the street that are maybe a little louder and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she she grabs on a little tighter or yeah, will or will switch sides with yes. me or something. And and I'm like, OK, she's paying attention. And, right. and I don't think that that's a bad thing that she is a little hypersensitive to certain things. Yes. Um, but her I will say her stranger danger uh, sense of alert is very high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mothers, you should, and fathers, you should find a way to test your child in terms of the stranger danger. Because you can have all the conversation that you want. But, yeah. You know, put it to work. And I think it's important that, like, for me, it's important for my kids to know, like, there's a lot of people in my children's lives as far as friends, family, crew members, you know, different people that they see on sometimes a daily basis. And those faces get familiar, but that still doesn't mean that that's a face you go with. Mm -hmm. And right. the, those are the conversations that I've, I've had to have with, right. with Ryder. Right. You know, you she could see the same cameraman for a whole year, but you don't go with that right. cameraman. Right. If he comes to pick you up from yeah. school, like right. th those are like the real life examples that I have to use with her because that's her life. Yes. Yeah. And if you're on the street, and you're with one of your friends, you know, and their parent and someone walks up to you and says something to you, you, you make sure that you grab onto their, your friend's parent. Like Ryder only has two friends that I let her go out with and they're both, um, helicopter moms or whatever you want to call us mm -hmm. just as crazy as I am and very hypersensitive and alert because, you know, of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Ryder to be at the park and somebody call her name out and tell her about how she knows that she does this, that, and a third and come with her right. and Ryder go. So we we talk a lot about the differences between, you know, what you can do, what you can't do. And when you're with other people, how to make sure that you are still practicing those things, right. like at your friends' houses and stuff like that. Um, but I, I don't know. Stranger danger is so important. I just... <sighs> I think I would just, I can't even go there, but it would just talk to your kids. You have to talk to your kids and you have to get away from this idea of like, it's too much for the kids and you don't want to scare them. Like, oh. I hate that. I just. Well, you have to educate them. And sometimes education is scary. I mean. How are they going to you know, know? It's just like, you know, there was a couple weeks ago, we were reading something that the lady said, oh, it's a cruel world. And I was like, no, it's not a cruel world. I think she, 
I think she texted me back and said, you know, it was either her or somebody that read the comment and said, hey, look, thanks, because it's not a cruel world. But it is a world where you need to prepare yourself, prepare, prepare your children. Yeah, because um, cruel things can happen. Sure they can. Sure they can. Yeah. But should that change your whole outlook on the world? I don't think so. I mean, cruel things have happened to me, and I don't think that the world is a terrible place. I think I've had a fucked up day or two, but I, I'm not going to take that and chalk it up to the whole the yeah. whole thing. I've always said that there's more good people than bad, without a doubt. There are bad people. Bad things happen. But there are more good people than there are bad. And that's what gives me, you know, it gives me, I don't know, for lack of better words, hope. Yeah. Know, or, or a certain sense of relief. Yeah. You know, that's why I say, you know, it's a good day. You know, particularly when you don't run across any of the bad people in a day. <laughs> I, you know, I would mean, say you know, so. I would say so. It's like, look, it's little things that I look at. It's like today I was, I went to work. Mm-hmm. I had to go find some packages that went somewhere else. Talked to one lady and she was kind of like, oh, we already got them. You know, what do you, she said, well, what are you going to do with them? I said, I'm going to retrieve them like I'm supposed to. Yeah. She said, and then what? I looked at her. What do you want me to do? Like, what do you mean? What am I going to do, you do, me with, to them? do with them? I'm going to tuck myself inside and see myself in China, <laughs> lady. You know, what do you mean? What am I going to do with them? That kind of business is yours. She ended up sending me to her supervisor. Great personality. Come on, man. Go find them. Let's go find the package. Yeah, here. Hit him, sit on the back of my car. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, it was beautiful. He made it so easy. Yeah. You know, so I'm saying there's more good people than bad people. Yeah, but you definitely sometimes get, you know, the bad eggs or whatever you want to call them. I mean, and they come in different forms. Or, and it's just how you handle them. Like the other day, someone knocked on my door and... I answered, and she said, I need to speak to the homeowner. I said, okay. That's not you. And she was, like, staring at me, and I'm staring at her. And she goes, the homeowner, please. And I said, okay, speak. Like, I'm right here. And she goes, to the house. I swear to God, I started looking at the house. Like You should have said, well, I own the porch. I was looking around. I just own the porch. Can you talk to me just about the Because this is the second time this has happened to me. Yeah. And I swear, after the first time, I told myself, not again, Satan. And I just started looking at the house, and I'm like, all right, just calm down, because you haven't had a good couple of days. This lady doesn't know that. Don't take it out on her. But just maybe say it one more time, and maybe it will, maybe she'll... Yeah. Get it then. Right. So I said, ma'am, you can tell me what it is. I own the house. Oh, oh. oh. I was oh. like, yeah. 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 And then what it was is she was canvassing about filming. We're about to start filming soon. So then she goes, well, then I need to speak to the people that film in the house. I said, you keep talking to me. Right, right. right. We can keep going. Right, right. It's okay. And I'm like, wow, I really have to like break it down because yeah. you, it's just, it's so, it's going over your head. Uh, you and, know, you're too young. Uh, too young and probably the wrong color. Yeah, you're black. So. It happened when we moved in and we were getting our security cameras installed. And, oh, I remember that. And yeah. uh, the, the security camera guy was great. He was right. a young, right. young black guy. He was also like, why do you guys need so many cameras? He was looking at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, just put them. Just trust yeah, me. Just right. put them. And uh, Direct TV came yeah. and it was. I remember I came by that day. It was the older white gentleman. Butt and, crack out. Yeah. Big belly. He just. Country Bob. He just, he was from the country. He would not accept. He would not accept that that this was my house. He just couldn't. He he couldn't. Had the work order. Had the work order. Had the boxes. Had had the the dish. Had all the equipment. Called the corporate. Called corporate. Corporate said. Corporate said. Install, install it. it and he said i can't do it i just can't do it and then he was like i can sit here and wait for your husband but what does he look like did he say that man? i'm like sir so i called zach and zach could hear him yeah and zach is like 
Shy, if I get there and he's still in the house, we're gonna have to call 911. Yeah, I'm like, just, just get him out, just get him just out. Get him and out. I'm like telling him, like, you just have to leave. It was an hour long thing yeah. of him calling corporate saying, like, I can't put these boxes in because the owner's not here. The owner's not here. And corporate is like, I can hear the owner in the back. She's saying she's the owner. Right. Put the boxes in the house. Right. And he's like, she can't be the owner of the house. Right. It was the craziest right. thing right. ever. Right. And after that, I just, I, I had no fight in me around that time at all. I just called direct TV and just canceled my subscription. And they asked why. And I said, call country Bob or whatever the yeah. hell his name was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, you don't understand how ridiculous that was. And this is for an hour. Yeah. This went on. Yeah. And then the guy who was installing my security cameras, he said, that he wasn't surprised. He said oh. that it happens to him a lot mm. when he shows up to put cameras in. He works for ADT. He mm. shows up to put cameras in the houses and the people say, oh, we didn't call. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't We didn't have an appointment. Yeah, is, you know. <laughs> and he's like, he'll be sitting there with all the information like, right. no, you for sure did. And he's right. like, a lot of times I show up and they, they don't let me put the cameras in. I so. saw the best thing, the best post the other day. It was a country preacher. No country preacher in a country church. Mm -hmm. Maybe Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, I don't know. He was like, and it was old. Yeah. And it wasn't like it happened yet. It wasn't today. recent. Yeah. But he was like, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to do my best. To do I'm going to tell y'all. My, con my congregation. I love y'all. I love y'all. But, you know, that slavery thing that happened, that was a terrible situation. That was terrible. And y'all people, I know some of you out there. Who want to call yourself don't like black people? <laughs> he said, "You better watch out. You better watch yourself. <laughs> them God's children. Them God's children. If you think you that good, you can dislike them just because the color of their skin. I'm gonna tell you, you better watch out. You better watch out. You gotta find that. Oh, I gotta find it. it. Was great. You guys, uh, that day with the direct TV thing, I, I, it was the most bizarre. But not bizarre because it was just like it, I felt like I was in a movie. Okay, we're digressing. We're talking about something. We should be talking okay, so we were going to end this one with a question that somebody has sent my dad. Do you want to read it? Can you read it? Okay, I'll read it. Can you Let find, me it? find it? Let me find it. Talk to him for a minute. Oh, we went all over the place this episode, but all right, we're gonna. Yeah, we did. But we're gonna end it with this. Okay, so so let me just set this up. Every once in a while, I get people that send me a message and say. You know, Can I get advice? Th this is my situation, yeah. Okay. okay. Now, sometimes I just do it privately, but sometimes, like this, she said, maybe you could even air it on the show. So that's what I'm doing. All okay. right. So she says, hello, I want to give a tiny backstory of why you all inspired me. Long story short, I was married to a guy at the age of 21. First mistake. Damn, Dad. Well, don't get married so young. Okay. Yeah, I'm, here. I'm, can I'm, you know, well, I can't remember it all, so I got to stop for a minute. Hey, first of all, you can be in love. Do do be in love, be headed, be be whooped, be pussy I'm whooped. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna say pussy whipped. Yeah, um, you can be whipped. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I, gonna I, say yeah. that. Um, but don't get married. Not at 21. 21 yeah. is young. 21 is too young. 25, you know, maybe 25. Okay, but you gotta understand this. You get married at 21. You've only dated a few men, and I'm gonna say a man from 18 on. Okay, and really a manhood doesn't even start at 18. You got to wait till you date a guy who's, you know, 24, 25, a bit more mature, you know, maybe has some career going, maybe has some things that he can offer in terms of dating other than just, you know, kissing at the park. and, and, and you know. I had nothing to offer you at 21. Yeah, you get married at 21, you you. you. <laughs> Destined for a divorce. Okay, Dad. Okay, okay, Some so. people got married at 29 and are still I, together. Now, everybody that I know that got married that young is divorced. I know some people right out of high school divorced. All right. The divorce, divorce I'm going to find you know find what the divorce rate is in America? Really freaking high, probably. It's like 50%. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, yeah. back to this. Okay. Long story short, I was married to a guy at the age of 21. So let's stay on this marriage <laughs> thing for a minute. Okay. Oh I'm sorry. So, this is when you get married. Once you have hopefully finished your education or a good portion of it. Meaning if you're going to go to college, you know, maybe you may, and if you're going to do grad school, get that stuff knocked out. Okay. Um, get some type of, have some type of career. Okay. If it's not college, if you're not doing the education, some type of career, 
I'm with the post office. I've been with the post office five years. I'm not going to be fired. I'm a good employee. I'm an apprentice. I'm a plumber. I'm a, I'm a carpenter. I'm, I'm an electrician. I'm an engineer. I'm something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't go in there. Opie style. Like, I just love you. Let's get married. We'll figure it out. Look, have you, you know, if you want to, if you want to up your possibility of, of, of uh, success, first of all, wait, you know, 25 probably being the youngest. I think, how old were you guys when you get married? Well, 29. About 28. I think, I think around there, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, long story short, I was married to a guy at the age of 21, and we had two children. We met in college, and we were together since day one of meeting and eventually got married. Fast forward, it didn't work out. We got divorced. Mainly, me wanting to take a break and find myself, if you will. Yeah, what does that mean? It sounds like she didn't know who she was at the young age of 21 and see that went through too. some years of marriage yeah. and realized that you grew and you're not the same person that you were at 21. Yeah. See, she could have waited five years. She said they've been together ever since who was rushing to put a ring on it. Right. Or, you know, Maybe because they me. had the two kids. Okay. I was 28 at that time. So 10 years together total. We had two boys. So he will all, so he always felt the boys needed to be with him. I didn't want that because I wanted my boys also. I never went to cust I never went to court for custody or child support. He eventually remarried and took me. So what does it sound like? Who's got custody? Him or her? It sounds like he wanted the boys. She wanted the boys. He got the boys. He got the boys. And she didn't go support. So then she's saying I never went to court for custody or child support. Never went to court for custody. Strike number two. Yeah, and, you know, I'm just, you know, I mean, to me, you don't have a co-parenting situation to where you can work it out no. outside of the court. Yeah, I'm a retract my statement. I would it's say that the court is there to offer you assistance to put something in in effect. If the divorce is amicable, then you should be able to work it out. Sense, but yes. if not, then, then if one person is saying, yes. no, I want the boys with just me, I'm going to keep the boys with just me then that's when you use the court system mm -hmm. of they're my kids too. And that's where the courts are put in place to help right. custody battles. Right. So my thing is, if, if someone looked at me and said, I'm taking my kid, you can't have them. We're going to court. Right. Okay. Okay. He eventually so determined that he has custody. I think that's what this is saying I is that he so. has custody. Yes. He eventually remarried and took me for child support during my time in nursing school. So, so yes, he has custody. He took her to court for child support. Okay. During my time in nursing school and attendance is strict. He took advantage of that and won custody due to my not being able to make it, even though I made attempts to postpone. Okay. You have something to say? I do. You just I do. I, I don't I'm not I don't want to be Okay, I don't want I'm to just going to keep reading. No, but I, okay. it needs to be said. So say it. You got to fight for your kid. Nursing career, you know, you can play catch up later. I don't know if he outwitted you, if he slicked you, if you don't. Look, I know plenty of women that don't have the same maternal instinct that, like you have. Mm -hmm. Would you let something like that happen? No. I, no, no way. I'm missing everything. You're not going to take my child. Yeah. Okay. We bad. But I think for her defense, she's probably thinking I have to have a career and, and have I, money I, to I support the same that. kids that I'm trying to get. I understand that. So, so let's do it. I need money and support to my kids. I need my kids. And, you know, I know. I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't weigh. Doesn't wait. Or and maybe you me, had to put nursing on a pause and do something that could give you some money in your pocket, but still allow you to show up for court. Okay. Something. His current. I don't know. I'm missing my court date. Okay. Yeah. So, but that was a choice, and I'm, I'm not mad at her for choice you make. I'm just saying. I, it was a choice. Yes. Okay. And sometimes, and look, I understand. Sometimes choices are difficult. I I get that. Go ahead. His current wife is in my eyes my son's mother because. Since we do not speak, my son is around her more and lives with her primarily. Mm -hmm. That's a hard pill to swallow as a mom. It's 
hard. Well, it's going to get more difficult. Keep reading. I've read this. I think a lot of it was premeditated. I'm devastated every single day of my life. I completely understand, girl. Mm -hmm. Due to there being no co-parenting at all, anytime my son does come around, there's no respect, and he looks at me completely different. I'm not included in his life at all. He is a senior and will graduate next year, and it breaks my heart that my relationship with my son is ruined. I love advice or feedback. If this makes sense, maybe on one of your shows. I do not understand what happened to the years in between. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. This this is a gap. Yeah. Okay. But she did say she took a gap to find herself. I understand. But we're talking, they were married 10 years. They had a kid. Let's say they got a kid right after they got married. So that's okay. 28. So now the kid is 11. Yeah. And still in the household with everybody. No, no, I mean, sorry. Let's say if they got, a, let's say they had two. So the kid is probably seven. Let's say he got married in, two, in 80. Okay. Then they have a kid in 82. They're together 10 years. So now the first kid is eight years old. The second kid is six years old. Okay. Okay. So now. That's a big gap. Now he's a senior. And see, I know kids. Kids. You could pop your, you could be a terrible parent. Kids, oh, they always want their mom and dad. I mean, usually, you know, I'm not, you know, general. Normally. They always want them. Even if they're terrible parents, they just want them, you know. So what would your advice be? Well, first of all, I'm confused because what happened to this gap? I know, I already know what my advice is going to be. What happened to this gap? Where where were you as a parent to let your child get to the point where he is now disrespecting you? And I understand you and the ex-husband are not seeing it eye to eye. But you know mm-hmm. what? You two as parents, adults, need to get over your little BS. Yeah. Okay. For the betterment of the child. And the okay? other child. And the other child. Yes. Okay. But this is a, you're not going to like this. But I'm going I'm to try to help you get to where you're trying to go. Okay. If you are already saying he looks at this other woman like that's his mother. Then okay? you probably need to go through her. Well. I would try to find some as, common level of respect to that mom. Mom to mom. You have clearly raised my child mm-hmm. and I respect you so much for that. I just want to know. How I can come and play with yeah. you guys too. Because she might have to accept that. That this woman has been in the child's I life. I think she does. She uh, says that. No, well. She says, I know my son looks at this lady like this is his mother. Yeah. That's her accepting it in a small way. But it's you're going to okay, have to accept it and, and kind well, of no, no, I mean, go lower. It. It's almost like accepted as, it, as if it was a, a adoption. You know. You know, I mean, really accept it, where she's not feeling devastated, where she's almost saying, you know, as a parent, you always want the best thing for your child. And maybe this does the household that she's in, that he's in, the kids are in, is the best household. I I would I would disagree. I, I agree that maybe it's the best household, but I still think that as a mother who still wants to have a relationship with her son. Yes, she can still. Do I think yes. that maybe you don't go to your ex-husband. Maybe you ask the mom if you guys can meet at a park and you guys can sit down and talk and get eye to eye and say, can you help me figure out how to have a relationship with my child? You've raised him for years. You know him better than I do. Okay. I'm going to humble myself to ask you to help yes. me get a relationship yes. with my kid. Yeah. The whole respect thing with the son, I think he probably holds a lot of resentment, right. a lot of anger. Right. Right. And he's, he's confused. He's confused. He's you can't even be mad at him. He knows you. Yeah. You, you live two miles away or, you know, I don't know, an hour away. But yeah. you haven't been there. You can't be. I mean, you know, Keep first talking. of all, first of all, understand one thing, man. Um, it's not lost. He's only 21. Okay. He's still, you're only 41. You have plenty of time to heal or to Bind, is that the right word? To, to fix this relationship. But right now, I mean, there's a gap where I, maybe I'm just missing it, you know, where he went through junior high school, high school, he's getting ready to graduate. And I don't know, you know, where have you been to let it get to this point? Okay. And maybe you've got good reasons. I don't know. But I would not, to the point where it's devastating you, I, I understand your pain, 
But, you know, if it is the best environment for him right now to be with his father and this other woman, you're going to have to accept that as trying to do the best for your child that you can. Now, I'm different from Shy, where Shy is saying go through the woman. I'm saying go through the whole household, through the, through the, through the father, who's your ex-husband, who you guys don't speak, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, no, you can't co-parent if you're not speaking. So, you know, that's probably the first thing you need to find a way to break that wall down, whether you need to admit you were wrong and trying to find your way or whether you just accept that um, sometimes you just have to take the fault, okay, to get to where you want. Because, again, this is that you're not going to win. The way you win this is to end this. Whatever difficulties you and your ex-husband are having, you need to find a way to eliminate those difficulties so that you and him can talk, so that you, him, and his wife can talk, so that you, him, his wife, and your kids can talk. Now, I know I said a couple of things that may have rubbed you wrong, and I'm, and I'm not by any means trying to be hurtful, okay? Um, just trying to be truthful. So, but here's the big thing. Here's, here's, here's the sunshine at the end of the day. He's still young. You're still young. You have plenty of time, okay? Um, maybe you can do some family therapy, some group therapy, but first thing, you have to get through to your husband. If you have to grovel, look the same. Your ex, yeah, I'm sorry. The same way that you chose before to to take your career, and and I can't fault you for that. Um, You need to choose to figure out a way to make it make it amicable with your ex and his wife, so that you can start to integrate yourself into their family with their blessing. Yeah. See, with their blessing is going to make it so much easier. I would tell you this, you know, he's your son. Just call him, make a date, da-da-da. With, with their blessings, going to make it easier. Now, if they're not going to give you their blessing, it's too late to go to the court system. He's, he's 18. He's going to be 18. Well, you can always just find his cell number and just start calling him. Just start trying to get to him. You know, you and him, one-on-one. But it's a whole lot easier if you use the village, use the family, and hopefully, you know, Whatever the anger was between you and your ex that had you not talking, maybe you guys can lay that to rest for the betterment of the child. Yeah. So. Okay, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah, I'm suffering. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's not feeling good today. I have something. So. Something's happening to my body right yeah, now. Yeah. It's yeah. doing gross things that you guys don't want to know about. Yeah. But. I appreciate you guys all for tuning in every week to the Unfiltered Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Send us more um, questions or anything. We like to get your questions in. Papa Void likes to give his advice. I have a question. Oh, God. When are we going to start cooking and making cocktails again? As, as soon version? as I can eat something. I've been like dying the past three days. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, next time, let's do a cooking version. Can we do it? Okay. In this right. kitchen, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Don't forget to follow me at Chai Not Chai. We made a great lasagna today. We could have done that for you. Oh Man. my God. Yeah, tell you. Yeah, don't forget you, you can follow me at uh don't worry about following me. You just come see me here. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I'm guys. not worried about all that follow and subscribe, push this, push that. Okay. But I do like the Dad. Okay. I do like when you talk to me, because then I have somebody to talk to. Sometimes my wife goes silent on me. She won't talk to me for days. All I have is the people that will talk to me. (laughs) 